Let's learn different moves. Parenting movements, that is. Let's mix and shake until we find our own groove. I'm Paula. Angel. Jumi. I'm Mars. And this is the Shaking Parenting Podcast. We would like to remind everyone that nobody is really an expert in the philosophies we are discussing here, except the ones who created it themselves. We chose our guests because we've seen their passion in their chosen philosophy, and we would love to learn with them. Our goal here is to share these learnings with you, and then who knows, maybe it will encourage you to dig deeper and go further. Let's begin. Hello everyone! Hello to our listeners here. Today, we will discuss a topic close to my heart. A pedagogy where essential skills and academic concepts are not only learned through play, but also learned outdoors, in nature. This movement started in Scandinavia in the 1950s and later on spread to the UK and then around the world. Here with us today is a UK forest school-trained forest leader who now has her very own forest school here in Cavite, in the Philippines. Let's welcome Sharon Cortez, or Shawi for short. Hi, Shawi. Hi. Hi, Shawi. Hi, Shawi. Hello, hello. <laughs> Ang sarap sabihin ng name. I know. Right? <laughs> I know, right? So, mas gagamitin ko na lang yon over Sharon. Okay. <laughs> Shawi, I always love what I see of forest school, as in mm. like Paula, really close to my heart. And especially ngayong pandemic, ay may longing and ache talaga. Mm. So, siguro yon. i-enjoy ko na lang na pag-uusapan natin siya today. <laughs> so, sige, in simple terms, how would you describe forest school? Okay, in simple terms. <laughs> so, forest <laughs> school is an approach to learning that takes place in the forest or out in nature where children are in charge of their learning through unstructured free play. Yan. So, if there's a quote that resonated with me, hindi siya talaga parang forest school philosophy, but it's one by Lao Tzu. So, he says, mm-hmm. nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Oh, yes. I oh my gosh, Mars. Favorite natin yung quote Favorite na yan. Favorite ko yan, Yes. <laughs> Ano ulit okay. yun? Nature? Ulitin natin. Yes. Oh, sige. Kasi ang ganda talaga. Ulit. Diba? Oo. Oh, oh. Masyado ako na-excited. Nag-interrupt ako. Kaya ulitin natin. Oh, sige. <laughs> so, Lao Tzu says, Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Ganda. Mm. Ganda. Ang ganda. Saan na kayo? Okay. Uh, Nasa nagka-moment of silence. <laughs> so this, so this um, quote um, does not refer to nature itself lang, but also to your child as well as being part of nature. So, diba, so that means yung education ng mga bata na usually... Like, for us, we hurry it na parang, oh, dapat mm-hmm. six years old, grade one ka na, ganyan. Correct. We shouldn't really worry about it because trust that everything will be accomplished. Mm-hmm. So, um, going back to your question, for the listeners to clearly understand the forest school philosophy, I'd like to share yung principles of forest school. Yan. So, yung principles na to, these are backed by 
established learning theories or pedagogy. So hindi na hindi na nag-imbento <laughs> ng mga theories yung ano, yung nag uh, gumawa ng forest school. So I will be sharing with you six forest school principles. Ito yung um, UK-based. Kasi okay. iba ang North American principles. I think there's seven or eight. Pero ano rin eh, para, parang pwede mo rin silang... I mean, they're similar, ganon. Mm-hmm. Oo. Okay. So dahil ang training ko ay UK, so UK <laughs> ang isa-share ko sa inyo. Ayan. And um, so when we talk about the forest school principles, it just says... Um, or it answers yung what makes it a quality forest school. Okay. If you want to okay. be purists, ha? Yung parang uh-huh. the truest sense, yan. Mm-hmm. Pero syempre, later on, we will discover na you can, ano ba, tweak? Lalo mm-hmm. na ngayong lockdown, which I will be sharing later. Okay? Are you ready? Number one, so unang-una is it happens outdoors in nature. So, sinasabi natin, forest school, pero parang, ha, forest, dapat ba forest? Um, mm-hmm. So, this stems from the idea of yung biophilia, which mm-hmm. translates to love of life. So, tayo, tao, we are naturally drawn to anything living or moving, di ba? Mm-hmm. Kaya parang pag nasa labas ka, makakita ka ng puno, <sighs> parang medyo, <laughs> medyo kumakalma ka. Because of this phenomenon called biophilia. Biophilia. Yes, biophilia. So, um, nature has a calming and restorative, restorative effect on children. So, kapag ang bata, when he feels he's in a safe place, the learning is easier. Yung hindi siya stressed. Yung kalmado lang, di ba? Mm-hmm. Mas, mas may napipick up ka kapag kalmado ka. True. What else? So, it's it's done in nature because compared to a classroom, it provides a lot of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Na, yun naman talaga ang kailangan ng bata, di ba? So, hindi, hindi classroom, but they really need a lot of space because they run. I mean, how, how, how they learn is they touch the experience very sensorial so they listen they feel they uh, um sometimes even taste <laughs> kapag may foraging activity ganon yon uh, what else it's in nature because um paano ko sasabihin to so it has to be in the same place regularly because we want to establish a relationship with the environment. So, for example, um, kunyari, meron kaming pinupuntahan na farm. Uh, we always go there to the same, hindi yung um, exact Iba-iba. area, ha? Oo, pero like the farm na malawak. So, marami rin mm-hmm. naman silang pwedeng puntahan doon. So, what, this, what it does is that because they see it all the time, they go to it regularly, then they become attached to it. So, may relationship, they're connected. And what it does is it teaches them to become environmentally responsible. What else? Um, from nature or forest, there's a lot of loose materials. So, what it does lang is, dahil nga wala siyang 
purpose in the sense na hindi lang siya kotse. <laughs> so, for example, Correct. ang stick, uh, a stick can be a wand, it can be a gun, it can be a toothbrush, mm-hmm. it can be a sword. So, um, you're helping or you're supporting the child's creativity with the loose materials present in nature. So, also, um, tulad niyan, yung practical side, hindi ko na kailangang mag-worry na, ay, anong laluruin ng anak ko? Or parang anong toys na dadalhin ko? Anong materials? Mm-hmm. Wala na, because nature is very rich in those loose materials. Plus, the favorite part, feeling ko, is wala kang liligpitin. <laughs> True, I, I super agree with that. Yes. <laughs> diba? <laughs> Diba? Pagkanyari, nasa beach, yung sand. Diba? Parang, oh, sige, okay lang. Tapon mo lang. Pabalik yes. sa sand. <laughs> diba? Oh, i- iiwan mo na lang siya. Diba? Oh. So, so, parang yun yung um, beauty ng nature. Also, it's ephemeral. O, oh, diba? Ito yung bagong wow. word na natutunan ko. Pakidefine nga. Ephemeral. <laughs> Lasting for a very short time. Oh, yan, si... Ah, thank Julie. you, okay. student. <laughs> student. Sino yan? Si Bigay ng one point. <laughs> si type five po. <laughs> so, so, it doesn't last um, a long time. Yun yung... That's what nature provides. Um, diba? Kunyari, ngayon may makikita kang bulaklak. Siguro in a few days, wala na. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, may makikita kang... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. For example, in dragon fruit. Now you see the flower in a few days, bunga na siya agad. So that teaches your child something about impermanence and even transition. the cycle. So, mm-hmm. Transition, yung cycle mm-hmm. ng buhay. Yon. <laughs> um, it comes what, and goes, diba? Oh, oh, that nothing is permanent and change is the only thing. That's permanent. Change, that's permanent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yon. So that's the first uh, principle. That's why it's done in nature or in the forest. Mm-hmm. Second principle. Are you ready? Number two. Uh-uh. Second is long term. So when we talk about forest school, it's not just a one-time session or activity na um, somehow yun yung nakikita kong nagiging attitude ng parents when they join the forest school sessions na parang, oh, sige, I'll send my child one session. Ganon. But, or when they can lang. Parang oh, or when they can. Yeah, it's not regular. Um, pero may value kasi yung doing it regularly and doing it in a long-term basis kasi uh, like, for example, yung mga batang sanay na nasa classroom, the first time they go to the forest, yung iba, parang, they will ask permission pa na, pwede pong maglaro? Yung ganon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sanay sila sa mga restrictions na maraming bawal. And so, sometimes, yung one session, it's not enough na they need time to loosen up to fully experience yung what the forest has to offer. That's why it has to be a regular thing. Okay? And kids are sensitive to feeling rushed. So, kapag lagi silang namamadali, it creates stress and it limits the imagination. Also, 
ang development naman ng bata, di ba, it doesn't happen overnight. Yes. So, you cannot go to one session of forest school and expect na the following day, or oh, resilient na siya, confident na siya, Correct. and so uh-huh. on. No. It doesn't work that way. So, it has to be long-term and regular. What else? So, long... Ito, I think, this is something na parang alam yung forest school right away, that it happens um, whatever the weather is, rain or shine. Okay. <laughs> diba? Sa Scandinavian countries nga, nagsusnow pa, pero... They're still outside. They're still outdoors. No such because thing they, as bad weather nga daw, no? Exactly. No such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. Yeah. That's so, right. responsibility ng magulang na um, maayos yung pananamit. Pero eto ka ha, pansin ko lang, dito sa ano, dito sa, sa Pilipinas, yung pamangking ko na lang, di ba pag-uulan, susuotan mm-hmm. namin ng kapote. Ayaw. Tatanggal, tatanggalin. Oh. <laughs> Ganyan din anak ko eh. Minsan gusto niya mag-boots, pero minsan gusto niya talagang ma-feel. Which I think is okay, diba? Mm, yeah. Oo, kasi naman sa atin, kahit umuulan, okay lang dahil warm. Yes. Warm yung ulan. Mm-mm. Compared sa ibang bansa na mas malamig, eh, uh-huh. ako, frozen they, the light. They really need, uh, sa kanila clothes is life talaga. Parang, kailangan okay. talaga. Oo. Oh. Eh tayo parang kahit, oh sige, maghubad ka na lang dyan. Oo. Correct, ba? Okay Very na yan. Magsando ka lang sa ilalim ng ulan, ba? Okay lang talaga. True. Yun. So, that's the second Mas principle. Mas malamig pa nga pag nakadamit eh. Totoo. Kasi ah, yeah, parang, yeah. ano yung sabi nila, pumapasok yung lamig sa'yo, parang ganon. Diba? diba? Hindi parang nararamdaman oh, mo yeah. literally. Yeah. 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 Sorry, teacher. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry <lang>. po. <laughs> so, that's the second uh, principle. Yung third is child-led or learner-centered. Yan. So, in forest school, we see the child as a capable learner. So, meron na siyang mga built-in na gifts. Siya ang bida, hindi si teacher. <laughs> So, ang pedagogy naman na, um, na pinaniniwalaan ni Forest School dito is yung discovery learning ni Bruner. So, okay. in simple terms, sinabi lang doon na kapag yung learner ang nakadiscover, mas natatandaan niya. Mas nagsistick yung lesson. Kasi, di ba, even for us adults, I remember nung nag-forest school na kami sa isang farm dito na malayo, nakakita ko nung ano, nung medyo exotic. Exotic for me kasi first time ko lang siya nakita. Alam niyo ba yung ano, ang tawag nila utot-utot? Hindi. Or, ano or pusa-pusa? Ano so, siya? Uh, halaman ba yun? Okay. I will Ay, try to describe. Sounds like yeah. uh-huh. It is, it is. Oo, halaman siya. It is, okay, okay. I-google uh, ko nga. <laughs> it grows in the wild, syempre. Um, imagine a marble-sized uh, passion fruit. Okay. Oh, imagine okay. yun na. So, kulay, okay. kapag, ripe, uh, kapag, hilaw, kapag hilaw siya green, kapag ripe na yellow. Mm-mm, okay. Now, imagine that passion fruit covered in something like uh, feather ba? O parang, kaya siya tinawag na pusa-pusa eh. Kasi parang... <laughs> ah, para siyang para rambutan siyang din, oh. Ay, sorry, ginugugol ko siya. Tama ba hindi, to? Hindi rambutan eh. Ibang... <laughs> oh, yung may pa- pero siya ba yun? Yung parang leaves na ano? 
parang balahibo. Oh, I mean, oh, na nag-wrap around sa kanya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, you have it. to you have to pry it open para ma- mapitas yung ano, yung Sige. passion, yung mini passion fruit ganyan. Uh-huh. So Yon. edible na siya. It is. Oo. So I mean, going back, so when I saw it, like for me, uy, nag-stick siya sa akin because I discovered it. Yes. Oh, so the same thing happens with the children. Instead of just reading it in a book, I mean, the child will be more into it kapag siya mismo yung nakadiscover. Mm. So it's also similar to yung tinatawag na inquiry-based learning. So mm-hmm. the child really initiates um, learning. Ganyan. <clears throat> so ibig sabihin noon, there's no lesson plan hindi yung agenda ni teacher ang masusunod. Kasi, I mean, by by definition of the word education, from the Latin educo, di ba, ang sabi doon, education means to, en- to induce or to draw out or to develop from within. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you have encountered yung quote na sinasabi nila na um, education is not a filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yun yung isang pinaka-foundation ni Forest School. So, ano ba yung gift ng bata? Kalkalin mo. Mm-hmm. Honor it, kumbaga. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the children come up with their own solutions and their own answers through play. <laughs> and yung mga challenges na sineset nila sa sarili nila. Also under the um under this principle na learner centered are the two um learning theories. Una is multiple intelligence, which I think you'll also be discussing or yes. ano, oo yes. yan. So it's honoring the child na marami na meron siyang multiple intelligence hindi lang academics or hindi lang musical. Mm-hmm. 'Yon. So it's honoring that so kung for example, in musical, kung ang gift niya talaga eh inclined siya sa music, pwede siyang mag-forest school na wala siyang ibang ginagawa kundi magtambol-tambol lang ng tubig. I mean, it's okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay in forest school because we respect the child. And also, um, the second learning theory doon, aside from multiple intelligence, is yung schema. So, mm-hmm. uh, yung trajectory, rotation, transporting, mm-hmm. enveloping, ganyan. So, when you see it sa bata, you recognize that, ah, okay, meron siyang pinagdadaanan. <laughs> I mean, may natututunan siya. Literal. Class. Literal na may pinagdadaanan siya. <laughs> Oo. So, um, hindi mo hindi mo i-interrupt or hindi mo siya i-distract. So, that's um, principle number three. Number four is um, risky play. Yan. Okay? So, I think this one is uh, medyo signature. <laughs> signature forest school. Forest school. So, so, from the term risky play, unang-una, um, we believe that a child learns uh, through playing. Diba sabi nga sa Montessori, play is the work of a child. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. same din. Same din sa forest school. Yun yung um, paniniwala namin. And also, that yung risk naman, um, from the theory of Mortlock. So, si Mortlock, binanggit niya na ang isang 
tao, meron siyang four levels of risk. So, yung lowest stage doon is yung laro-laro lang, ganyan, na enjoy-enjoy lang siya. The second stage is yung adventure. So, nag-enjoy na siya, na-excite na siya, and yung existing capabilities niya, na explore niya na. So, for example, yung pag-akyat sa puno. Ayan. So, the third level is frontier adventure. Ibig sabihin nun, this is like the best experience kasi um, yung may challenge na nangyayari. And okay. parang konti na lang, uh, pag na-exceed mo yung limit na yun, um, comes the fourth stage, which is misadventure or being forced into a challenge beyond his capabilities and usually resulting in negative emotions. So, ito yung gusto nating i-avoid. So, okay. it's recognizing that, okay, ang bata pala, um, they undergo levels of risks. So, our role is to identify, kaya niya pa ba? Or, nag-e-enjoy pa ba siya? Kasi if it goes beyond that, then parang nawawala na, na yung essence nung learning. So, instead na ma-reach mo yung goal na, yes, parang, ay, maiinis. <laughs> parang ganun, nawawala yung value nung risky play. Okay? So, ano ba yung risky play na pinag-uusapan natin? So, when we talk about risk, hindi lang siya yung parang puro danger, but it also talks about trying out new things, yung hindi mo alam kung ano bang mangyayari, ganyan. Pag, Tumalun ba ako? Nag, pag nag-jump ba ako dun sa, sa, sa stream, matutumba ba ako? Or nakatayo pa rin ako? Yung mga ganon. So, it's their attempt to encounter and manage uh, danger. Mm-hmm. So, it's testing their limits and kung um, what they're comfortable with. Yan. Kasi ang goal ng, goal ng risky play is that they feel a sense of excitement and achievement. Mm-hmm. Yan. Ang possibilities lang doon, syempre, yung injury. But the good thing is, the, when the children are exposed to risky play, they learn to manage yung fears na yon. Ano ba example, examples ng risky play? So, there are six examples. So, unang-una, great heights. Pag umaakit sila, tumatalon, or yung sasabit, ganyan. Hanging. Second example is rapid speed. So, kunyari, pag nag-swing sila, yung swing na sobrang taas, ganyan. Or sliding, or mm-hmm. running, yan. Third example is use of dangerous tools. So, in forest school, uh, we don't have toys, di ba? We don't have mm-hmm. materials, but we have tools such as knives, saw, yung lagare, o kaya itak, ganyan. So, that's another example of risky play. Fourth is exposure to dangerous element. Pag nasa tubig, kunyari nasa waterfalls, kasi ang possibility nun is drowning naman. O kaya um, fire. So when we set fire, um, set up camp, ganyan. And yung mga bangin-bangin. So that's another example of dangerous element. Number five is going to unknown environments. So yung uh, disappearing or getting lost. Uh, a good example of this is, di ba, halos araw-araw nga kami lumalabas ng mga pamangkin ko. And then, we go to a certain sitio, ganyan. So, hindi nga siya barangay, sitio. So, <laughs> medyo malayo talaga siya sa, ano, sa kabihasnan. Uh, so, yung isa, sabi niya, 
Kita, merong ano rito, Karayan. So, that's the Ilocano of River. So, edi, syempre, yung mga, ano, friends uh, na-excite. Uy, tara, punta tayo ganyan. So, they got excited. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kasi it's a new ex- it's a new experience for them and it's some place that they have never been to yet. So, alam mo yun, parang pwedeng, pwede tayong maligaw, pwede tayong mawala. But then, the yung sense of adventure na, alam mo yun, nung nakita ko yung mga mukha nila, parang, ah, <laughs> hindi mo, hindi mo mababayaran or hindi mo siya magag, hindi mo matuturo yun eh. Until they experience it themselves. So, they went to the river once tapos the follow, the nung pag-uwi na kami tinanong niya kita babalik ba kayo ulit bukas yung yung ganun na na parang gusto ko pa may excitement <laughs> may ganun, yes may 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 excitement and may longing na mag-adventure pa tayo yun pa yung term na ginawa nila uh, proud na proud sila kasi nag-adventure sila nung araw na yun that's an example of risky play and last is yung mock aggression so, mock aggression is yung rough and tumble or yung minsan yung, di ba, yung nagtutulak-tulakan sila. Rough pero, play ba ito? Parang ganun? Parang rough play, pero hindi sila nagkakasakitan. Yung okay. tumatawa pa rin sila. Oo. Oh. Yung, yung nag-enjoy pa rin sila. Yan. So, that's an example of mock uh, aggression. That's okay. also a form of risky play. Kasi may possibility eh, na parang, ano bang posibleng may masaktan? Mm. Di ba? May risk pa rin kasi involved. Yes. So, those are the six examples of risky play. And why is it important for us to give, to allow this, the, to allow our children to experience risky play? Kasi unang-una, they crave for it <laughs> bilang mga bata. Uh, because yun nga, yung nakukuha nilang fun, excitement, exhilaration, and it napapractice yung how they overcome the fears. Mm-mm. And when they overcome it, it boosts their confidence. Mm-hmm. Plus, yung example na rough play, yung rough and tumble, yung tulak-tulakan, they learn how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, pag, if it's too much for one child, pwede niyang sabihin, tama na, ayoko na. Uh-huh. So, as young as that, through play, nas, na, nakakapag-set na sila, napapractice na nila how to set the boundaries. And my favorite part is that they become comfortable with failure. Mm-hmm. Kasi pag na-experience nila, tatalon, tas madadapa, talon ng ulit, <laughs> di ba? Uh-huh. Sige lang, talon ng ulit. <laughs> and the beauty of that, because it translate, it translate to real life. Nakapagbata ka pa lang, komportable ka na magkamali, okay na okay ka na sa failure. Then when you grow up, ba? Parang yeah. kebs ba kung magfail tong business ko, try again. Yeah. <laughs> Oo, hindi madaling panghinaan ng loob, kumbaga. Yeah. So kapag tinanggal na on the other side naman, on the other end of the spectrum, kapag tinanggal naman natin tong um risk na to, what happens is that they are, they become clumsy, so they're more prone to accidents mm-hmm. and injuries kasi hindi nila kabisado even how their body works. Mm-hmm. So, also, they become soft adults dahil nga takot na takot sila, ayaw na nilang mag-try ng mga bagong bagay, 
they become prone to mental health issues like um, anxious, anxiety, um, phobia. Yon. So, konting bagay lang. Ah, ikaw na. Yon. Also, that kung sa play nga, hindi nila ma-assess yung risks, how much more when they face it in real life? So, paano kung may peer pressure? Paano kung... Di ba, yung mga ganun bagay? Paano pa, pag may nagbully? So, itong ginagawa nila na laro-laro, practice yon for real life. Yon. And the biggest part nun is that dahil nga gusto nating ma-develop yung confidence nila, that they will have a mind of their own and not always go to mommy or daddy to ask for your opinion or for your approval. Yeah. Pag-ano na tayo, mag-rundown. So, yung isa, it happens in nature. Pangalawa, mm-hmm. long-term siya. Pangatlo, yeah. learner center, they're childless. Yes. Pang-apat yung mm-hmm. risky play. So, what's the fifth yeah. principle of Forest School? Holistic development. Ayan, I love so, that. So, ito parang, okay. oo, lagi kasi nating nakikita na sa mga schools, oh, we do holistic development, pero parang minsan, hindi. Kung, if you take a look at it closely. I love the kasi, honesty here. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I just want to, ano, chime in and say, I love that honesty. <laughs> so, when we talk about holistic, di ba sinasabi natin, parang yung areas, yung, yung, Bata, buo. So, you consider the physical, intellectual, language, emotional, social, and spiritual. So, in forest school, it you will really see, you will really see it developing and happening. Kasi, okay, unang-una, physical. O, pag nasa nature ka, takbo, akyat, talon, ikot, sayaw, hindi nalilimit yung physical movement ng bata. So, mm-hmm. nag-grow yung muscles niya, he learns stamina, coordination, balance, ganyan. And even yung sinasabi nila yung sa vision, uh, dahil nga, di ba, yung mga bata, karamihan ngayon nasa screen na. So, when you're out in nature, it helps decrease yung nearsightedness. Ganyan. Okay? So, physical development. Yung intellectual development, um, so, when you when you're out, when the kids are outdoors, the way they learn is by experiencing it, by touching it, by, by touching, by hearing, yeah. by seeing, by tasting, what, whatever is it around them. And when they experience it, they grasp the concepts better. Yeah. So, make cognitive, mm-hmm. on, cognitive connection. <laughs> Yon. Um, next, what else? Uh, language. So, pag, pag naglalaro and with other, ano, with other children, they can communicate and express their ideas through words. Walang limit sa ano. Oh, dapat 10,000 words per minute lang. Walang ganon sa ano, sa Write an school. essay. Kung... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write an essay, 500 words or less. <laughs> so, kung, kung gusto ng bata na magkwentuhan lang sila the entire time sa forest school, carry lang. Walang magsasabi sa kanila na shut up. Walang magsasabi mm. na quiet. Walang maglilista ng noisy. <laughs> so, walang naglilimit sa'yo. Kung gusto mo magdaldal the entire time sa forest school, sige lang. Sige lang, mm. anak. Magdaldal ka lang. <laughs> Yun. So, the, the communication is developed. Also, um, yung... 
when they, ito, I think for the early learners, when they are out in nature, so they're exposed to nature sounds. For, for example, yung huni ng ibon, o kaya the sound of the brook, ganyan. It, the exposure to those sounds prepares them to recognize yung basic word sounds. Yun. Um, what else? Emotional. So, sa, em emotional. When, when people see forest school, they always think that it's fun, it's masaya. Kasi, di ba nga, parang puro laro-laro. But I tell you, we always, well, di naman always, we also have iyakan sessions. Mm -hmm. sure. Kasi, I mean, oo, the, I mean, children, pag umaakyat sila, minsan they feel frustrated, they get mad kapag hindi ayos yung laro nila. Um, you know, the, those feelings come out and uh, we do not repress those emotions. So it's a good, um, it's a good breathing space for children to experience those. And hindi lang dun sa emotions, but also um, like yung confidence, resilience, so in mental health and all those. Um, social, the social aspect of it, Siyempre, uh, sa pag nasa session yung mga bata, they hindi hindi ako nagaano, ano ba to? Hindi ako nag-group by age. So, minsan, I mean tulad ngayon sa nandito ako with my pamangkin, iba-ibang age range nila. So, Eli is 2, Debbie is 5, then there's Ate who's 6, there's Ate na 8, and then there's 11 ata. So, Medyo broad, ba Yung parang medyo watak-watak yung mm -hmm. age range nila. But it's beautiful to witness how they play together. Kasi like in the older older kids, they step up. And sometimes mm -hmm. they feel what it gives them is yung sense of ano ba? Responsibility na, uy, ate ako. Yung, I will take care of you. Mm -hmm. So for them... The act of being able to help, the act of being able to be kind to the younger kids, um, napaga napakagandang dynamic. Yan. Uh, what else? Spiritual. Uh, so, when you're out in nature, uh, it's not yung religious sense, but the child will have an awe and wonder, or yung parang may sense of place siya. Minsan, ewan ko kung na-feel nyo na ito pag namumundok kayo, na parang, ay, ang liit-liit ko. Or parang, ay, ang liit lang palang problema ko. <laughs> so, that's what nature does on the spiritual side. Yan. So, when each of these areas are addressed, then um, what you have is a wholly developed, <laughs> wholly developed child. Number six. Number six na tayo, guys. Okay. <laughs> Parang para dami ko na nasabi. Ano ba yan? First question pa lang to. <laughs> Oo nga. So, um, last is qualified forest school leader. So, yung qual uh, forest school leaders, we are not teachers, but we are coaches. So, when we say coach, we are observers. We witness how a learner develops. So, ano ba yung mga skills? Bakit ba kailangan qualified? Kasi unang-una, dapat familiar ka sa pedagogies. Pangalawa, you should display outdoor skills. Marunong ka mag-tie ng knot, marunong kang mag-set ng fire, marunong ka gumamit ng tools. 
And then what else? You ensure the safety of the children. So there's risk-benefit process. And we also study about woodland management. Yung tinitignan mo rin yung ecological impact. Pag lagi bang nagpupunta doon sa lugar na yun, makakalbo ba? Something like that. And um, focused on the process, uh, valuing the process, not just the outcomes. Uh, and of course, in professionalism, that that's why we train kasi gusto namin na kung ano yung quality na nare-receive na, na ng mga bata sa Denmark, sa UK, same din yung quality na mare-receive nila dito sa Philippines. Nice. <laughs> and I, thank you. Yahoo! <laughs> Yay! I love it. <laughs> no, for, ano, I, I know. Thank you for explaining all those. Kasi kahit na mahaba siya at madami, pero very clearly explained siya. So, I think our our listeners will really have, you know, parang a good time. Appreciation. Try, oh, and a yeah. deeper appreciation mm-hmm. parang of what forest school really is. Kasi, I think for many people, when you say forest school, yung una lang nila idea, you do it in the forest. But mm-hmm. what really are the principles beyond that, you clearly explain. So, thank you, shall we? Thank yes. you. <laughs> Sana hindi For sila next question. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> can, can you walk us through how a typical day is like in a forest school? Or is there such thing as a typical day? Kasi given the principles you mentioned na ephemeral siya, mm-hmm. di ba na nagbabago, ganyan. May typical day ba siya? And maybe you can give us tips on how it can be applied by families that are not enrolled in a forest school, especially now during this time. Tsaka, chak teacher, coach, <laughs> tanong ko, <laughs> paano yung mga only child, yung mga walang kamok aggression play? Mm-mm. Oo. <laughs> <laughs> Ang yes. sagot ko lang dyan ay mag, mag-play date na lang kayo. <laughs> Kaya nga, ipat eh, now na hindi allowed. Yun talaga yung challenge ngayon. Even I cannot, mm-hmm. un, ano, I don't have answer to that yet. Sorry. Yeah. Oo. Pero sige, so, sasagutin na ko na yung ano, yung, yung dami-daming Typical questions day. mo. <laughs> <laughs> so tulad ng sinabi mo, there's really no typical day mm. because the children bring in their own magic. <laughs> diba? Wala, walang lesson plan kasi depende doon sa depende sa mga bata what they really want to experience that day. So kung gusto nilang maligo sa waterfalls, push. Kung gusto nilang magtampisaw sa river, push. Kung gusto nilang gawing um cannonball, yung mga nakita nilang buko, sige lang. Kung gusto nilang maging Tarzan at suma, at so ano yan? sumabit sa mga baging okay lang din or going tattoo yung put ay going tattoo sa katawan nilang putik okay lang din so that's how rich it is um because of the dynamic that each child brings mm-hmm. and also yung nabanggit mo kanina na uh, y- yon the forest or nature being ephemeral so depende sa season na yon nature itself brings its own beauty so, may time noon na nung nag, kasi nag-start kami, ano eh, hindi, uh, nung nag-MGCQ dito, it was May. So, parang medyo summer pa rin, pero paano na. <laughs> medyo summer pa rin, pero paulan na. 
And mm-hmm. then the brown field, the field that used to be brown, changed instantly. Kasi lumitaw yung mga mani-mani fields. Alam yun, di ba? Yung, mga, yung, man, yung mani-mani, di ba? It's, it's green, but it has yellow flowers. So parang, mm. ah! Kahit yung mga bata natuwa sila. Uy, nagpintas. Sabi na parang, wow, ang ganda. Nagpintas Even them. Na, so parang, mm-hmm. na, yung lesson that day went to the money-money fields. So, doon mm. lang kami nag-ano, tumambay lang kami doon. Because that's what nature gave us that day. And then there was a season naman na yung, alam nyo yung pungapong or yung elephant foot yam. Google nyo na lang yon. Elephant foot, ano? Yam. 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 Yam, oo. Pag nakita nyo yon malalaman nyo. So, nung naging season na yan, ang nakita naman namin, yung caterpillar na napakaganda at napakalusog, it's black. The body is black, pero meron siyang yellow spots on the edge, on the side. So, ganun naman yung, parang, naging doon naman yung focus nung, ano, nung interests ng mga bata. So, you know, it really changes. Mm-hmm. Correct. The lesson <laughs> depends on the child and the nature. <laughs> mm. So, diba, tama, forest, tama, mm, sige. Yeah. Go. Tama, diba, na hindi necessarily forest. <laughs> Pag forest mm-hmm. school. Hindi ka kailangan Uh-oh. sa forest pumunta. Yes. And that leads to the answer to your next question na, okay, mm-hmm. so parang ngayon, naka-lockdown ng mga bata, how can I forest school mm-hmm. my child? Mm-hmm. Let's just go back to the six principles. Una, so, um, go outdoors. <laughs> Ang hirap ng go outdoors. So walang outdoors. Pwede na ba yung ano, garden, ganyan? <laughs> pede, pede. <laughs> So um yung when we say about when we talk about nature naman um so if you can so if you have access to space uh, mabuti yon so kung may garden kayo mabuti yon ipagpasalamat natin yon but kung wala naman there are several ways that you can in, that your kid can interact with nature so pwede kayong mag-collect ng rainwater or mag yon yung magtanim mag tanim. <laughs> Kasi, di ba, pag, pag may mga halaman, may tanim, then there's soil they can dig or they can play with or you probably have rocks doon sa mga halamanan nyo. And then you will also be inviting insects and worms kapag uh, meron ng life <laughs> sa, mm-hmm. ano, sa bahay ninyo or sa space ninyo. Mm-hmm. Or pwede siguro yung bird feeder to invite yung mga ibon. So yung activities na yon, um, just to bring nature closer to you, uh, that's, that's okay. Sometimes even na uh, minsan, kapag maglalakad lang, like kunyari dito, kalsada lang, kasi kapag maglakad ka lang, meron ka nang ma-experience sa nature, tumingala ka lang sa, ano, sa langit. Nature Ito. yan, di ba? Oo. Mm-hmm. Or pag, kapag, kapag umulan, merong putik uh, or puddle of water. Nature din naman yun. So, um, so that's, that's for the nature part. Pangalawa, so we're, we're going back to the six principles, ha? On, so that you can apply it uh, 
mm-hmm. on how to forest school your kid. So, pangalawa, yung long term na sinasabi natin. So, just be intentional. Schedule outdoor time as you schedule the reading time or math time. Kung hindi kaya ng one hour per day, maybe once a week. Yung mga forest school sessions um, abroad in UK and I know in Singapore, uh, ang sessions nila weekly, every Monday, ganyan. Pangatlo, learner-led, child-led. I'm sure this is easy for you bilang Montessori moms kasi you follow the child. So you just step back and be led by your child's curiosity. Next is yung holistic uh, development. So try that when you go outside, it's not always a- about academics. So try try to hold back from academicizing. <laughs> mm. If there's if there's such a term. Give your child space na parang, okay, hinga tayo, nasa outdoors tayo, hinga. And then let him initiate kung ano ba, what, what are the things that's interesting to him. And uh, what else? Risky play. So you just let your child play. And then last, as a forest school leader, I guess this one will refer to you as the adult. And probably you can get everyone on board. So your spouse, your yaya, if you have, or kung sino man care, care minders ng mga children. So that's how you can forest school. I gather, no, sa mga lahat na shinare mo, thank you again, that in forest school, you really follow the children's interest as well. So I guess one of the roles of the adult in this pedagogy is to always be ready for anything, di ba? Hindi pwedeng pagdating mo doon, ang gusto nila paglaruan yung ulan, tapos iba yung gusto mo, tapos yung i-insist na. So, um, aside from that, being ready for change, what else do you think or would you like to add na role ng adult sa method na to? And also, yung isang tanong ko about this, if, syempre kami para sa amin, bilang isa lang yung mga anak namin, madaling i-follow yung aming anak. Pero paano, kunyari, o oh, lima, sampu na yung children mo na nasa forest, tapos lahat sila iba-iba yung gustong gawin. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you deal with that? Um, do you work in a certain area lang? Or, yeah. So, ano pa, paano uh, sinusolusyonan ng adult ito? Okay. So... Tumpak mo yung follow the child. <laughs> okay, um, so, but, uh, but aside from that, um, yung, first of all, isang theory na pinafollow namin is yung Maslow, Maslow? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So, parang at the bottom is yung basic needs ng bata. Um, kumain ba siya? Nakatulog ba siya? You know, mm-hmm. yung basic. So, we make sure na parang, oh, Mami, siguraduhin mo na kumain na ha bago na, bago pa nasa bago mo bago mo ipadala or nakatulog ng maayos 'yon. Another is the flow state by Mihai Chiksent Mihai. So okay. ibig sabihin noon when you notice that a child is engaged in something, you do not interrupt. Okay. Another role of Another role of the adult is yung community. You make the children safe. You make them comfortable to approach you to even have an open and honest conversation. So, minsan kasi, di ba, like sa, um, 
sa traditional school, kapag teacher, parang kinatatakutan. Ganun. Oo. Oo. May author, parang authoritative yung ano eh. Diba? Yung approach kasi. Oo. But here, um, you're there as a friend, as a coach. Ganun. Hmm. Na pwede, pwede silang lumapit sa'yo. So you create that homey, warm space for the kids. Mm-hmm. What else? Yung tinatawag na zone of proximal development or even yung scaffolding. So you, instead of, kunyari, may nakitang challenge yung bata, um, nakikita mo na nagsa-struggle. Uh, yes, we say na you allow, you, parang you step back. But then you also have to find the balance na baka naman kapag hindi ko to tinulungan, mag-struggle siya, ma-frustrate, hindi niya na nakuha yung lesson at all. Mm-hmm. So it's finding that balance. Um, what else? We appreciate the process. We value the process. Mm-hmm. So for example, pag, pag nagtatanong, hindi namin, bi, hindi binibigay ng adult agad yung sagot. Mm-hmm. You let them think. So parang you use inviting questions that will lead them to think. Kasi, minsan, kapag binigay na natin yung sagot, <laughs> we are already, um, ano ba, we are closing off the process of inquiry. Where, alam mo yun, parang instead na mag inquire pa dapat siya, parang, ah, okay. <laughs> na, mm. I mean, you're stopping him from probing from discovering so natigil na yung learning process it's not about mm-hmm. getting the right answer all the time so yon uh, we give the child the freedom to decide so for example yan tulad niyan kung um, nasa ulan gusto niyang maglaro okay maglaro ka eh sinabi mong uh, meron ka bang damit na pagpapalitan tapos nag kung wala, nag-insist siya na maglaro tapos gininaw siya later on. Hindi mo sasabihin na sabi ko sa'yo eh. <laughs> Hindi ganon. But then, di ba dun niya marirealize na, ay, tama pala yung sinabi mo. Natural so they will consequence. Become, eh. So they become responsible for their choices. Uh, ayun, and yung kanina na we allow them to make mistakes. Um, ang pinaka-importante, I think, uh, is that we are, as adults or forest school leaders, we're the protectors of space and freedom. You, you paid me to give your child the space and freedom to explore. How do you deal pag marami na silang iba-iba yung gusto? I think so you... Pag marami, pag marami, hindi mo naman, I think, hindi mo sila kailangang bantayan all the time. Okay. Kasi, alam, I mean, they already know what they're doing and they know what challenges they want to give themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, hindi ka naman kailangang nakafocus sa, ano, sa mga bata. Unless lang, pag may makita, I guess you have to parang jump off from one kid to another. Pero, yun nga, it's about giving them space and freedom. So, Pero meron bang, kunyari sa forest school, follow-up lang, meron bang, uh, let's say, kunyari for every 10 kids, dapat may yeah. isang coach, may ganung number ba? Or you can take in as many kids as you want, even if you're just one forest leader. Sa 
So ngayon, ang limit ko is 8 per ah. ano session. One adult, eight kids. Mm-hmm. In in Singapore, parang 12 kids ata, pero one forest school leader and one forest school volunteer. So lumalabas na one is to six sa kanila. Now, the next question naman is something that I am always looking forward to the most, discipline. So how does discipline look like in a forest school? In a forest school? Uh, yeah. In, in that method. In case there's conflict or if someone misbehaves, si adult, naka-standback pa rin yan. Okay. So, mm-hmm. we hold back from intervening right away and we will observe how the children will handle it. And it's such a magical thing to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kasi, di ba kasi parang, pag, oy, may rumble, may away. Default, adult, intervene, turuan mo. Pero with forest school, ang approach is, okay, um, adult, step back ka muna, tingnan mo, ano gagawin ng mga bata? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing because, you know, the kids are so pure and so innocent na, mm-hmm. for example, itong uh, si Debbie, si Debbie tsaka yung pinsan niya, si Sander, pag magkaasaran yan, o yung isa, um, sasapukin! <laughs> Kasi magagalit siya. And then, in just two minutes, Bati na naman sila. Mm-hmm. Tapos nag, magkaupo, eh, naglalaro uli sila. So parang in that scenario, sometimes the adult doesn't have to intervene because they resolve the conflict themselves. Pero paano kung, let's say, have you ever had an experience with one child? Kunyari, isa pa lang yung nilabas mo. So hindi siya child-to-child interaction, but more like, meron, bang, meron ka bang rules na siniset before you go to the forest perhaps something like um we don't touch mushrooms or something i don't know like something that could pose real danger for children may mga ganun ba or no need naman for those kinds of things as it happens na lang oo kasi like kunyari sa area na yon wala namang mushrooms na ano na pre- O nga no, merong mushrooms. <laughs> Pero wala namang parang by default. Oo, wala namang by default na oh, pumupulot, ay pumipitas ng mushroom na yun. Oo. But I guess, I mean, like your question na parang paano kung isang bata lang yung mm-hmm. nag-misbehave or nag-tantrums, ganyan. Um, it's going back to the principle na ano ba yung ano, ano ba yung, ano kaya yung pinagdadaanan ng bata? So, you go back to the biological needs. Gutom ba siya? Uhaw? Pagod? Or baka naman may nangyari sa bahay. Kaya bit-bit niya yung mm-hmm. feelings na yon. Or uh, did something happen sa environment? Baka meron siyang nakaaway na kalaro. Mm-hmm. Or is the task too difficult? baka naman kailangan mas madali yung ano yung challenge na harapin niya or baka kailangan mo na siyang tulungan dun sa task na yon so again it's going back to the child okay thank you so much for that uh shall we angel here ako naman um always curious about how uh these methods um how you accommodate siguro yung religious belief or yung faith, like, syempre, families would come to you and they have specific na um, belief system. So, is that, um, do you give room or space for those things to be practiced in forest school? 
Okay, so for school doesn't talk about religion per se, pero when we discussed yung looking at the child as a whole, diba, we mentioned about yung spiritual development. Yes. So it's mm-hmm. just finding, it's about finding your sense of self and how you belong to the universe. So we do not teach any religion, mm-hmm. pero if they, for example, kung sakali mang may Muslim na student, tapos gusto niyang may time of prayer sila, then mm-hmm. it's okay. He can, mm-hmm. the child can, you know, just practice uh, their faith. Yon. Mm-hmm. Meron ka bang experience with families who, I guess, going back to discipline? Kasi um, some families have set rules or, you know, just specific ways of how they discipline their children. And then when they come to forest school, kung may conflict or may... I guess, opposite to what is being taught in forest school. How do you handle those things? Uh, so, wala pa namang parent na, mm. um, na, yon na nag-approach and like, or something like conflicting yung, ano, yung values. Pero in case that happens, I guess, I will just be honest with the parent. I mean, wala naman mm. ako kailangan itago. Uh, kung sakali man may may mangyari edi oh this is what happened this is how I resolved it mm-hmm. kung nag-intervene ako kung hindi naman uh, ito yung nangyari they resolve the kids themselves resolved it yung ganon now we talk about literacy and numeracy no? so what is the forest school's approach to this like are there any specific activities or methods that you use outdoors in nature when you teach writing, reading, or math? And um, are you particular with ages? I mean, I assume that when one goes to a forest school, multi-age sila, di ba? Pero um, do you only teach, let's say, math, reading, and writing to older kids? Or is it something that you introduce to everyone? And how do you do it? I will answer your question first. Yung literacy and, uh, and math. Oo. But I will drop something later that will shift or shake. Ayan, dahil bilang shaking. Yeah. So. Yes. On brand shake. That will shake your perspective about curriculum. Ayan. Okay. And, how, and how forest school is different from the other learning approaches. Okay? So, ba- babalik lang ulit tayo doon sa philosophy ni um, forest school being inquiry-based, na children learn through active exploration, using their senses, and experimenting. So, with this approach, yung hands-on approach na yun, um, scientifically, it wires the children's brains, and they form concepts in the areas of literacy and science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm. <laughs> STEM, oh, pati STEM, sinama uh-huh. ko na. <laughs> so, when we encourage yung interaction ng kids sa nature, we are laying foundations for all those things. So, for example, in literacy, um, ang basis niyan is the dialogue, the conversation that we have, that the children have with each other. What else? Yung exposure to language. So, yung pamangkin ko, si Debbie, she speaks Tagalog and English. Pero yung mga kalaro niya na mga pinsan niya, they speak Tagalog and Ilocano. Mm-hmm. But they use the language interchangeably. 
and minsan nalo lost in translation but that's how they learn i mean they right. learn faster mm-hmm. eh kapag that's exposed true. doon oo uh, uh, kapag exposed to sa language and kapag may kausap sila mm-hmm. how else yung vocabulary is being built when for example they're um, especially for uh, ano ba to preschoolers if they do something na action words and then you voice it out so for example um Oh, uh, Eli, I see that you are scrambling on the ledge. Ganyan. So, kapag ginagawa nila, tas naririnig nila, tumatatak na. Ah, okay, yeah. scrambling pala tong ginagawa ko. Ah, ledge pala tong inaakyan, inaakyatan ko. So, bago pa man magkaroon, bago pa man magkaroon ng mga worksheet, <laughs> uh, the, their vocabulary is enriched already, especially that they are physically engaged doon sa while you're introducing the words right and right. um sabi nga when you use the words do not dumb down mm-hmm. kung kung spongy spongy gamitin mo kung thorny uh, thorny scrape rustle float sink so um do not think that do not think that they will be intimidated with big words mm-hmm. so Also, yung so-so-dramatic so play, yung pretend play, that's okay. the best way for them to practice their conversation. Yan. Another way of preparing them for literacy is journaling. So this one I learned when I attended a workshop naman, US-based naman sila, US-based okay. forest school. So they have Part of the session, they have what they call sit spots. So, parang yun yung reflection time ng mga bata. Quiet time, ganyan. And so, each of them have a journal, a notebook. So, pwedeng drawing, pwedeng um, sulat. Or, itong interesting, nakakatawa. Yung isang child, what he did was he, he just smeared his journal with dirt and so <laughs> diba? yeah. Ang cute! Yeah. And that's his journaling. Kasi, kasi nga naman, di ba? Totoo naman. <laughs> Oo. True naman. Ayun. And May actual na- sample siya. Yes. May actual oo, sample, sample yung, siya. <laughs> ito yung, oo, ito yung nakikita ko ngayon. Na dito ako nakaupo. Ito mm-hmm. ang soil dito. O, di ba? Mm-hmm. Bukas siguro, iba yung uupuan ko. Iba na naman yung soil. <laughs> well, tama naman. Kasi di ba yung iba, nag-journal talaga. Let's say the leaves that they find in yes. a certain area, di ba? Flowers, mm-hmm. flowers nga, dinadry mo, pinipress mo pa, di ba? Bakit nga naman hindi yung soil? Tama. Ayun. So, that's in uh, literacy. As to the STEM naman, uh, it's more on when they exp- babalik uli ako sa experience, ano? nasa experience kasi talaga lahat eh. <laughs> Nakasalalay eh. Because they have a better grasp of the concept. So, for example, kapag umakyat sila sa, ano ba, on a mound of hill or a mound of dirt, ganyan, they will have a stronger, they will grasp the concept of gravity better Mm-mm. and friction. So, mas malalim. Mas malalim yung learning. True. Kasi na-experience nila. <laughs> And also, when they experience yung rainfall, oh, di ba? Science yun. Mm-hmm. And when they see the water flowing, ano ba? 
what does it teach? Uh, water flowing sa may soil, erosion. Mm-hmm. Or the cycle of life. Yes. Although hindi siguro nila makikita na mag mag transform ang cat- caterpillar into a butterfly na live, pero I mean, you know, they are being exposed to those. So mm-hmm. Yung mga ganong bagay ba na, and even yung informal um, experience of yung cause and effect, like for example, right. yung um, pag, uh, pag tinamaan, if I hit, yan, if I hit the tree, what will happen? Or if I swoosh a stick in the air, ah, meron palang sound na napoproduce. Mm-hmm. Yung mga ganon. Or if I I throw a stone in the water. Ano ba yon? Trajectory? Projection? <laughs> so, there's a link between their movement and yung cognition. So, for me, I think that's better. That them experiencing is a far richer experience mm-hmm. than yung mga lesson na tinuturo sa class. Age pala yung parang multi-age groups mo for yeah. for a school. 3 to 12. Oo, 3 to 12. 3 to 12. So as in, magkakasama from 3 to 12. In one Oo. group, right? Okay. Oo. Ma- okay. Ma- ano, alam mo, nung kinuwento ko to, minsan yung sinasabi ng mga magulang, eh, hindi ba parang pambata lang yung experience na yan? Ah, uh, No. No, I beg to differ. No, kasi yung um meron akong naging estudyante, ano ba sila 9 or 10 pero napaka-rich ng ano, ng play nila. Sila yung mga sumasabit sa baging, sila yung yes. nagpipil ng coconut husk. Alam mo yun, ibig sabihin nun, they're really hungry to explore. Kasi probably they, you know, they haven't experienced it yet and they're experiencing it for the first time and they want to do it. <laughs> kasi age pa rin naman sila ng laro eh, di ba? Mm-hmm. Yun. Tapos, um, follow-up question lang, um, Shawi. Yung older children, kasi di ba 3 to 12, so usually mm. ba, yung mga nasa, yung mga older children na nag-forest school, they also go to us parang a brick and mortar school. Oo. Tapos yes, parang, yes. um, additional itong forest school? Or is it... Yes. <laughs> Sinagot ah. ko na yes. <laughs> Oo. Hindi siya, hindi siya puro. Hindi, ganun, hindi siya puro eh. No? <laughs> Oo, gets. Na parang hindi siya, um, hindi siya to replace Uh-oh. a traditional Uh-oh. school. Ganun ba? Sa, so, yung Singapore, I know weekly yung kanilang sessions. Mm-hmm. And even in UK, pag nakikita ko yung mga, yung mga postings nila ng booking or sessions nila, weekly din. So, mm-hmm. yours is also like that, shall we? Weekly din? Oo. Oo. Ah, okay. Ang pangarap ko, yung forest kindergarten na araw-araw, pupunta yung mga yes. bata doon. Mm-hmm. Pero yeah. hindi pa carry ng powers ko. <laughs> uh, so, that's for kindergarteners. Yung ganun. Yung daily, uh-oh. uh-oh. Yeah, but for the other um, age groups, 
weekly yung ano Weeklies. recommended so mm. everywhere uh, around the world anywhere around the world pagka ganun na nga sabi na nating nasa 8 9 10 na yung anak mo yung idea talaga is the forest school is a supplement to their other school tama ba Mm-mm. Tapos sa kindergarten, enhancer siya. Oo. Yung mm-hmm. kindergarten lang yung, yun na talaga yung school nila as it is. Mm-hmm. Tama? Oo, may ganun. Yes, may ganun. Okay. Yes, oo. Okay. Thank you for the clarification. Mm-hmm. Shall we, you're mentioning no lesson plan. Kanina sinabi mo yung hindi yung agenda ni teacher or ni coach ang nasusunod, ba? And I think Mm-mm. yung principle of no curriculum lumalabas talaga in the way you answer the questions. And in my mind, I understand that no curriculum, following the child, etc. But example like, say you mentioned kanina, you're always going back to the same place, ba? For example. And you know... In that place, pag ganitong season, may ganitong creature or fruiting yung ganitong tree or plant. Um, do you like find a chance to introduce that to the children? If may chance, like if may rest within the forest school session or if like for example, a child is parang kunyari, sitting down lang siya and observing, ganyan. Or basta ganun, pag may chance, do you introduce things like this? Or like you mentioned kanina, um, if a child throws a rock, they see and experience trajectory. Do you, so do you like follow up um, with that in the next sessions? Ganyan. So siguro yun, if it's no curriculum, can you tell us also more about, um, more about that no curriculum? Oo. So yung introducing new lessons, tinry ko yan. So... Mm-hmm. But then, yun nga, we always go back to the child. Uh, so, one time, gumawa ako ng stickman. <laughs> so, when introduce, hindi talaga siya na, oh, alika, umupo ka rito, gagawa tayo ng stickman. Hindi ganon. Parang, mm-hmm. how we do it is, kami, the adult, we will do it. So, kapag may lumapit, may interested, then, interested sila. If not, no. Because, um, walang silbe <laughs> hindi naman sa walang silbe pero iba yung level of learning kung sila mismo yung interesado ganon ganon siyang principle um but what i want to talk about yung na mention ko kanina na um some i want to share something that will shake your perspective mm-hmm. about curriculum mm-hmm. yes yes oo kasi so, nung nagpa-prepare ako for this interview, habi ko, ayan na naman, tong academic na naman, tong math na naman. <laughs> so, so, I quickly searched, sabi ko sa DepEd, uh, mismo, syempre, sa atin, DepEd kinder, Kindergarten Curriculum, and I saw mm-hmm. that there, you, the domains that we're familiar with. So, for example, um, social-emotional development, values development, physical health and motor development, Aesthetic development, mathematics, physical and natural environment, language literacy, and communication. So, parang ito yung domains na nasa DepEd curriculum ngayon for okay. kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Pero, what I found out was, merong kulang. Mm-hmm. Na yun yung, there's something missing. Kasi, there are seven domains na meron sa Philippines. Mm-hmm. But, What's missing is the most crucial domain, which in the United States, they call it, quote, approach to learning, unquote. 
Okay. Okay, so if the domain math, kunyari yung math, um if it has logic, measurement, geometry as yung mga standards niya, si approach to learning has the following standards. Curiosity and initiative, mm-hmm. engagement and persistence, imagination, invention and creativity, reasoning and problem solving. Risk-taking, responsibility, and confidence. Reflection, interpretation, and application. And flexibility and resilience. So why, why are those important? Because kapag present itong domain na to, how they learn, it teaches the kids how to learn. Napaisip tuloy ko, sabi ko, bakit, ba't hindi siya kasama? <laughs> ba't hindi siya kasama sa, ano, sa curriculum natin? Because these standards, itong mga nabanggit ko, ang hirap kasi i-measure niyan eh, in short-term outcomes, na parang, paano mo masasabi na resilient tayong anak mo? <laughs> diba? Or paano mo masasabi na risk-taker siya? <clears throat> so it's, it's hard to quantify and teach systematically, lalo na, lalo na pag nasa loob ka ng classroom. Yes. But, but, if taken outdoors, it's the perfect environment for the kids to learn all of these. So, even sa US, hindi siya, alam mo, even sa US, yung mga preschools doon, hindi lahat ng schools present yan. Minsan, tatlo lang yung ilalagay nila. Ah, siguro curiosity lang kasi yan yung madaling, ano, madaling, madaling i-gage. Oo, or parang madaling ituro. O siguro, creativity lang. Something like that. Yet, ito ah, pero, ito yung mga critical, essential skills na sinasabi natin. These are the long-term outcomes that we have to support. Kasi, pag na-master na to ng mga bata, they will significantly influence all your child's future learnings. So, kapag persistent siya, alam mo yun, kapag persistent siya, curious siya, creative siya, bit-bit niya na yan hanggang sa paglaki niya, and it will be connected to his long-term academic achievement. And if you get it right, you know, the rest of the academics, math, science, whatever, it's gonna be easy. Kasi marunong na siyang, marunong na siyang ma, matuto. <laughs> so it's really about the process. Can I ask a follow-up question? Kasi, Shawi, you mentioned also, di ba, na you're thinking of a kindergarten forest school, ganyan. Um, kasi I know sa Scandinavia or even sa UK, may iba na forest school lang talaga. Wala silang, hindi supplement yung forest school. Parang yun yung main school nila, di ba? So, so, parang, because you also mentioned depth ed, and na-curious ako, paano siya mag, mag-mismash? Paano siya mag, mag-click kung qualitative yung, yung um, how the skills or kung ano yung needs ng children measured versus sa quantitative kasi yung curriculum ng DepEd, eh, di ba? I guess... Babaguhin mo na yung DepEd, ganun. <laughs> pede! Pede, no? Pede, pede! Baguhin natin! <laughs> um, I guess... I, at the end of the day, it'll all boil down sa magulang na ano ba ang gusto mo para sa anak mo. Um, it's something I really cannot decide upon. And 
it lies on your hands as the parents. Ano ba? Itong homeschooling nga, di ba? Parang antagal din, ano, recently mm-hmm. lang din ata siya ni-recognize ni DepEd eh. So, I don't know about forest school, honestly. Pero, you know, that's why I wanted to share this because I want to shake the parents' beliefs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so passionate about this. Alam ko na parang pag, you know, medyo frustrating din na I, I wish a lot of parents will value yung mga bagay na to na hindi lang puro academics. That they will see na Uy, mas importante na marunong yung anak ko for, for, for my child to um, uh, ano ba to? for my child to bounce back mm-hmm. or recover quickly kapag may mga challenging situations. Tulad na yung COVID, o oh, di ba? Parang I I wish my I know, I wish the parents will find it valuable that their child is capable of solving their own problems. Mm-hmm. Or that they will know, kasi because they've experienced it through play, they will know which approach to use to solve the problem they're facing now. Or that they will persist, that they will um, stay on doon sa, ano, until they find a solution. That they will overcome um, yung mga distractions, challenges, difficulties para lang to go for something that they really want. But then, hindi naman ako magulang na lahat ng mga bata. <laughs> so, I will just, you know, one child at a time, one parent at a time. True. I will just be telling this, um, ano ba, itong option na to, So that the parents will see that there's another way how they can raise their kids na ano ba, buo and going mm-hmm. after what they're really meant to be doing. Na may gift yung anak mo eh. Diba? Kalkalin mo. <laughs> Kalkalin mo yung gift ng anak mo. <laughs> and, and use your child's gift, whatever yung gift na binigay sa kanya, that he will he or she will be able to use that genius to serve the world. May hugot kasi ako dyan. Eh. <laughs> Kakaiyak. May hugot kasi ako dyan. Gusto ba i-share ang hugot? Hindi kasi, parang ako, as a child, um, napaka-achiever ko. So, high grade school, high school, o oh, honor student, ganyan. And, um, Uh, tapos college o oh, magandang paaralan tapos di ba parang yung mindset na ah dahil masaya yung mga magulang ko kapag successful ako dapat magaling ako sa academics parang wag na sa arts wag na sa sports kasi mm-hmm. hindi naman nare-recognize yan di ba yung parang oh, I, i have to be good with my grades or in papers because uh, for me that's uh, being successful But what happened is that I never really figured out what I wanted. Kasi parang yung mindset ko, dapat tama tong ginagawa ko. Dapat ko ano yung sabi ng teacher, yun lang. Kasi yun ang tama. I was afraid to explore. I was afraid to pursue whatever I wanted um, in life. 
Kwarenta na ako nung na-discover ko yung gift and passion ko about nature and education and kids. But then I guess it's, you know, the beauty of it is it's never too late. Yeah. Everything yes. is accomplished. Medyo <clears throat> kailangan i-process talaga to nung maigi. I guess I wanted to ask then for um parents or families with children who have special needs kasi I gather very accommodating yung forest school sa iba't ibang kids or kung um iba't ibang lifestyle ganyan but more specific na mention ba siya sa training niyo or may experience ka ba how to accommodate yun children with different or unique learning needs Okay so nabanggit lang sa training namin is that it's forest school is for everybody that's it <laughs> pero <laughs> pero uh, walang parang walang training specifically oh, okay how do you deal with it pero for mm-hmm. me again balik ka lang dun sa ano ba yung forest school principles so unang una mm-hmm. nature okay so children with special needs will benefit from being in nature i think parang siguro dun sa may um, autism ba yon there are two mm-hmm. kinds ata you either reduce the stimuli or yung the extreme end naman is offer a rich provide, sensory yes. sti- stimulation ganyan, for the child mm-hmm. to explore. So either way, nature meets that. Kasi if you want yeah. to reduce stimuli, diba, sa- nasabi nga natin, it has a calming effect. So okay. there's less stress and anxiety when outdoors. And in the U.S., they have what they call yung quiet zone mm-hmm. or sit spot. Or mag, uh, mag-designate kayo ng area. Oh, okay, ito yung quiet zone natin. If you feel that um, something is too much, oh, pag may batang pupunta doon, ibig sabihin noon, hindi natin siya pwedeng i-disturb. Something like that. Okay? So, that's to reduce stimuli. Tapos, on the opposite end naman, um, yung, yung rich sensory stimulation well, nature. <laughs> so, may mga naririnig ka, di ba? Meron kang hinahawakan sa, sa mga kamay mo. May naaapakan yung paa mo. And so on. Mm. So, that's uh, nature. Pangalawa, going back to the four school principles, learner-centered approach. So, personalize ang learning ng bata. And they have a lot of freedom. And they are mm. not being controlled. So, kung, kung gusto niya na nakaupo lang sa tabi the entire time, then we respect that. Kung gusto niyang makimingle with other classmates, okay lang din. Kung gusto niya magkalkal lang ng dumi the entire time, okay lang din. Because the focus is on the, on the child. Yan. Hmm. Pangatlo, holistic. Um, well, I think nabanggit ko yung kanina, like yung kun- kunyari sa social skills, gusto niya ng, gusto niyang mapag-isa lang, edi siya lang. He can do soli- solitary activities mm-hmm. um, by himself. Non. Um, what else? Risk. So, they, the child can has the option to um, do risky activities. He can create the challenge that he makes for himself. And when mm-hmm. he does something, uh, for example, kunyari, gusto niyang mag... Uh, Ah, uh, paano ba? Mag-whittle. Ano <laughs> ba Tagalog doon? Na, uh, like, kunyari yung stick, gusto niyang isharpen, parang ganon. So, and, mm-hmm. and if he does it very successfully, then it builds his confidence. 
and he learns he learns about resilience and kasi try and try siya hanggang ma-perfect niya yun. and it builds his mm-hmm. self-esteem and what else yung um so in for, yung forest school leader the what's the role of the adult so in forest school lahat actually learner kasama yung kasama kaming leaders so um we are encouraged to reflect along the kids so kami as leaders ang role namin is to investigate again ano ba yung pinagdadaanan ng batang to how can i help how can i support ano ba yung hmm. gifts niya meron ba siyang sensory needs ngayon or meron ba siyang communication needs so that's how forest school accommodates yung children with special needs um hmm. if we look back again to the philosophy you actually discussed earlier the difficulty and frustration put forth on just academics, lalo sa society natin, di ba, napaka-academic-centric. And that we want to shake that. And that's a huge, huge challenge. Um, are there any other challenges in applying forest school philosophy in the Philippines? Dami! <laughs> lalo na ngayon COVID-COVID! <laughs> yeah! Okay, so unang-una... Um, dalawa to ha. So, dalawa in the sense the challenge ng forest school and pangalawa is challenge ni parents. So, yung okay. challenge ni forest school, syempre, dahil nga, it's a new concept, uh, my challenge all the time is creating awareness. Mm-hmm. Kasi, di ba, parang hindi pa naman, ewan ko, siguro one out of 10,000 Filipinos <laughs> or one out of 100,000 oh, uh, know about forest school as compared mm-hmm. to let's say Montessori. So just mm-hmm. the awareness itself is um is a challenge. So you for me to be able to tell parents about it that's a challenge already. Mm-hmm. Pangalawa, if I want to offer a very rich experience, so yung yung access to nature that I have, for example, in Amadeo, ang challenge naman doon is yung distance. So, I've had children coming from Metro Manila pa and children coming from Bulacan pa. So, yung, yung distance traveling from their home to the school itself. Yeah. Uh, what what as traffic pa? <laughs> Pagdating doon, pagod na yung mga bata, tulog na. <laughs> and uh, yung consistency... So like what I mentioned earlier, the perception of parents that it's a one-time activity na gagawin mo lang siya once. So it has to be broken also. And also, what else? Yung concept din ng parents na yung, ha, laro-laro lang, yung ganon. Yung awareness, ayan, patuloy. I try my best. Oh, although hindi talaga ako magaling sa social media, tulad ninyo. <laughs> I try my best to tell people about it. And when um, when I'm invited to the talks, sige lang, yes lang ng yes. <laughs> As to the distance, um, ano ba? Wala ako magawa sa distance. Uh, kasi... Uh, me being based in uh, me being based in Cavite but i plan mm-hmm. to raise 
uh, other forest school leaders um, mm-hmm. in different areas para naman maging accessible sa ano yeah. sa ibang mga bata. Yun. Uh, what else? Yung, so, yung isa pang challenge ko is the land, the property itself. So, I'm just um, renting out sa Alitap-Tap. Mm-hmm. And where because the the because the property is a private yung ano eh may portion doon na residential area talaga eh. So may mga yeah. restrictions. Although napakaganda ng lugar, parang okay, itong area lang ang pwede yung puntahan. And syempre hindi rin ako pwedeng magputol-putol ng puno doon <laughs> as hey. much as I want mm-hmm. to. <laughs> Yon. Tapos so that's the challenges um as a forest school Ang parents naman, yung lagi nilang um, concern is, so if they want to forest school their child, yung access to nature. Yeah, I mean, tulad ngayon, lalo ng lockdown, so hindi makalabas. Yung iba, um, yun, wala talagang access to nature. Uh, what mm-hmm. else? The mindset, the overprotective mindset, mm-hmm. lalo na sa ano ba, older generation from the grandparents of the children or the fathers because I heard na mas protective daw ang mga tatay kesa sa mga nanay. Um, what else? The concept of yung, uh, yung, yung pressure sa magulang na yung I have to teach my child. Yung ganun. Yung hindi pwedeng step back lang. Parang hindi pa rin nila ma-accept na may natututunan yung anak nila kapag hinahayaan lang nila maglaro. Mm-hmm. Dami, di ba? Daming challenges! <laughs> ako, may naisip ako na challenge ng parents. Kasi parati itong natatanong sa akin eh, pag nag-post ako na yung before the lockdown na nasa forest tayo. Ano, ang tanong parate ang challenge is, anong insect repellent ang gamit nyo? <laughs> <laughs> Pero totoo din naman. I mean, ako, totoo, totoo naman, diba? Sa states oh, kasi, oh. Bihi, kahit na summer, hindi ganun kagrabe yung insecto. Yes! Diba? So, so i-cut out na lang natin to, pero ano nga bang insect repellent? De, joke lang. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shawi, you mentioned you trained in UK, right? Can you tell us more about what the training was like? And may formal certifications and courses and degrees ba here in the Philippines? Okay, so yung course na tinake ko online, um, so the lessons are, I have to access it, um, kasi nga parang inisip ko noon, hindi pa ata carry ng powers ko na pumunta sa UK para mag-aral. I mean, oh, napakalaking okay. investment compared to just taking the online course. So, buti na lang meron silang online course and the it they give you one year to finish it. And okay. then, if you don't, you will extend and you have to pay. Okay. Oh, The training itself, <clears throat> to be honest, hindi naman niya siguro papakinggan to, no? Kasi Tagalog naman tayo. <laughs> Tagalog naman. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case lang, mag-wonder kayo. Uh, kasi, so, we, we have a, special, a separate Facebook group um, okay. And karamihan, so di syempre mga classmates ko doon, mga UK din sila. Mm. And one of the complaints mm. they're saying is that, bakit parang wala naman kami natututunan? Kasi walang okay. teaching. 
Mm-hmm. Alam mo yun, parang maglalagay lang sila ng, ano ba, five, six paragraphs. Tapos the rest, you research it na. So, kung ikaw, kung hahanapin mo yung value for money, parang, nge, edi sana nag-research na lang ako. <laughs> ang, ba, ang ano lang doon, syempre, ang value lang doon is from the from the group itself, merong um, support from the forest school leaders na pwede kang mag-ask ng questions. And I think what they really wanted was, parang okay ma-feel ninyo yung forest school right <laughs> yung mm-hmm. forest school philosophy na ikaw ang mag-explore ikaw mag-research kasi mm-hmm. it's not really teaching teaching per se mm-hmm. ganon so ganong mindset kaya nung na, nung na, ano ko ngayon sabi ko ay <laughs> so after that I, um to be honest i had to extend mine kasi medyo tinamad ako and and because of the challenges na kailangan ko maghanap ng estudyante, kailangan ko maghanap mm-hmm. ng location. Those were the challenges I faced. I I extended. Uh, but I am happy to announce that I am now a qualified level 3 forest school leader. I saw in your, ano, in your description. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How about book recommendations for those who want to know more about Forest School? There's one that uh, I like, yung Lens on Outdoor Learning. Uh, but they're teaching more on, syempre, outdoor learning, not Forest School. Pero though, the, yung, na, yung nabanggit ko kanina na approach to learning, that's where I got it from. Sobrang, hmm. it will enlighten your mind. Um about how the children learn and acquire those uh, qualities, those standards. Feeling ko yung mga books din ni ano, no? Yung for nature lang in general. Sino nga yung Richard Louv ba yung? Richard Louv. Ah, oo. Ah, oo. Pero it's not really focused on forest school, but just really learning in nature or, or bringing mm. kids out to, to nature, to the outdoors. Okay, shall we? As much as we don't want to end this, we wanna open. Uh, we wanna let you share some final words, siguro for the parents as encouragement, or and share also where we can find you online. Cause you mentioned that it's hard to, you know, um, for to disseminate information about forest school. So maybe you can promote here also. Mm-mm. Okay. So, ah, uh, ano ba? So after listening to the forest school philosophy, um. The parents, you will you really have the choice to adopt it. Kung if you see it fit sa anak ninyo, um, but I want you to take a look deeper, na ba? Define ano ba? What does a successful education look like to you, for your mm-hmm. kids? Going back to the quote by Lao Tzu, "Nature does not hurry, yet mm-hmm. everything is accomplished." So, bilang magulang, uh, tulad nga ng sinabi ni Paula, just take it easy. May, may pag, lalo na pag nasa labas kayo. Take it easy and lift any pressure you put on yourself. Kasi the kids need the space and freedom to enjoy their childhood. Give them permission to get dirty. Meron naman mga panlaba <laughs> Um... 
for forest school is a very fun approach to learning i mean like right now when i see my pamangkins they are, i am glad that i have given them the joy of their childhood na mm-hmm. kadalasan ngayon minsan hindi na rin natin nakikita and also i i i my heart beat ba nung may isang mommy na nag-send sa akin ng message sabi ng anak niya Mommy, I don't want to go back to my school na. I want this school na. <laughs> so parang nakakataba, I mean, nakakataba ng puso. And sometimes to them, laro-laro lang. But, uh-huh. you know, little do they know that if you forest school them, you are setting them up for success. Tulad nga nung nabanggit ko kanina, if I was able to shake your beliefs about um, including the domain approach to learning into your kids curriculum then i will consider myself successful because <laughs> it's you know in the end it's the foundation talaga of how they will learn for school is about your child learning how to learn mm-hmm. pwede bang manawagan pala sa mga ano if you own sa mga kasi nga diba yung access to nature Pwede pong manawagan if you own a piece of property <laughs> that's ideal for kids to explore. And, you know, just you just want to share it with other kids. Um, mag-message lang po kayo. <laughs> may, may mga bata na, ano, na excited to, to just have this space. Natawa ko so sa as... ano, manawagan. Sana <laughs> manawagan. <laughs> Sorry sa napakalumang ano, reference ko. Pero talaga, hindi pa diday. Hindi pa diday. Exactly, <laughs> parehas tayo. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God! <laughs> Ayun, um, tapos, ano pa ba? Um, so, Wait, Shawi, saan sila mananawagan? <laughs> Ayun, yun, yun. So, you can find me online. <laughs> um, um, ano ba? Ano ba itong mong sasabihin ko? So, first, meron akong free course. It's an introduction to Forest School. So, it's it's a webinar I held nung May. To access it, just go to bit.ly slash FSPH101. So, FS bilang Forest School PH bilang mm-hmm. Philippines mm-hmm. and then numbers 101. Okay. Mhm. Pero yung mga letters all caps. Mm-mm. Um okay, so that's number 1 free course. Pangalawa, um you can join the Facebook group. Ang ang pangalan ay Forest School Philippines. Oh, di ba? Mm-hmm. Hindi ko na ginamitan ng utak. <laughs> Oh, tama naman. Hindi pa naman madali rin i-look up, diba? The simpler the oh, best. Oh, ganun lang. Forest School Philippines. Wala pa yata ako um, dyan. Nag-join nga ako. Oh, Kasi, I mean, I, I hope to, I mean, for those who want to know more about, I hope to launch an online training in the future. So, hindi ko mm-hmm. pa alam. Kasi, hindi ko rin naman alam kung gusto ba to ng mga magulang or ayaw nila. So, um, that's it. Uh, in social media, Instagram and Facebook, Forest School PH. Yeah. Thank you so Website, much. Website forestschoolphilippines.com. Okay, thank you so much, Shawi. Thank you, thank you super for um what do you call this? For gracing us with this interview and for sharing all this knowledge talaga. 
And I hope more parents really try to dig more into this philosophy because it's a beautiful philosophy. Kalkalin din nila. Yun yung kalkalin din nila. Kalkalin din nila. Uh, the word for the day is kalkalin. Ayan. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us this episode. We hope that you learned as much as we did. Don't forget to subscribe or follow us and visit us on our Instagram, shakingparenting.podcast. Let us know your key takeaways from this episode. See you again next week!